The message you're about to hear has been made possible by the continued financial support of the friends and partners of Faith Hill. To find out more about how to become a partner, be sure to visit faithhill.tv. How are you this morning? Wow, come on, give yourself a, a lovely round of applause. First of all, it's great to be back. I think I must take a, a, a lesson page out of Simeon and Sinita's book. And the next time I come, when you have a new members uh, welcoming, I'll just come up and become a new member again. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a sure sign that that this church is filled with life and love and that you are, you know, you are so in, in such a right place. Can we put it that way? So it's great to be back again. Um, yes, uh, congratulations on an awesome venue. I drove in here this morning. I just went up a couple of notches. I promoted myself. I'm so glad I wore a jacket. I'm sorry, I haven't got a tie on. The, no, I'm joking. But it was, it's really awesome, and congratulations. It's, it's going to be, you know, the, when we get back, and it's not going to be long now, we're going to be like 200 in the service, and Henry was showing the pastor 333, and, you know, he told me what that means. That means um, three services on a Sunday. <laughs> pastor Tavares going, I rebuke you. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, you know, uh, we, we're surrounded by this COVID sickness and, and things, and I, I got it on holiday in December, like on like three days into the holiday, and uh, I nearly died. I, they, they had to resuscitate me in the doctor's office. Three other guys that went through that process are no longer with us. I'm here this morning by the grace and the goodness of God. And, and because of your belief system, what I want to say to you this morning is there are realities. There's a reality that there's a sickness and a pandemic out there, but there is a greater reality. The greater reality is God. God, if you're a realist, then I want to tell you this morning, the greatest realist to be is one that knows that God is real and that's for sure, you know. God is a real, real, real person. I mean, He's a real God. He's the only God. And He's the God that's with you day, night, morning, evening, whatever. He's always there. And, and you know, this, the fact, f- facts, you know, it, it's daytime now. It's light outside. It, it could be sun shining. It could be raining. But the fact is, that's a fact for that moment. But facts change. Amen. You know, it can get dark. It can get rainy. It can change. Facts change, but the truth never changes. You know, by His stripes we are healed remains a truth forever. It doesn't, it doesn't change. It's, it's a fact. So uh, this morning, I want to get into something. Um, and and well, there's so much going on in my heart right now. But let's go to 1 Peter. Um, was it 1 Peter 1? I think it was. Let's, you know, just now you don't think I read Bible or something. You know, so let's read Bible. Just to calm some people down, they were this guy, you know. <laughs> 1 Peter 1 verse 23. Yeah, man. Okay, so let's just read this verse quickly. 1 Peter 1 verse 23. Being born 
again. Say born again. again. Not of corruptible seed. Now the word corruptible means dying, means able to die, means a perishable seed. But of incorruptible, which means non-dying, non-perishable, always around forever, okay? By the, everybody say, Word of God. Which lives and abides forever. So it actually says it twice. It says it's incorruptible seed. And if you don't understand what incorruptible is, he says it lives and abides forever. Okay, so every seed produces according to its kind. All right? You can't plant peaches and get pears. You can't plant apples and get apricots. Whatever you plant comes up. So when we talk about the Word of God, the Word of God must, has to, according to the principle, the law must have produced according to its kind. The Word of God produces according to its kind. And, and, and let's just jump into John 1. It says, in the beginning was the Word the Word was with God. The Word was God. Everything that was made was made by Him. Nothing that was made wasn't made. So, word seed is God's seed. Alright? God is synonymous or to connected or one with His Word with the seed which is God. So, it's producing according to a God kind. You've got to get this in your heart this morning. It sounds, it sounds simple. But when it starts to germinate within you, when it starts to the realization that what God put on the inside of me when I was born again is a character and, a, and, and, and a, the character of God, the, the personality of God, the, and God cannot change. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So God's seed must produce according to the kind, and the kind is a God kind. Hello? God kind seed produces according to it. So as Pastor T was saying, God's seed, God's character, God's personal being cannot produce anything that's not godly. Okay? So God doesn't produce death. God produces life. God doesn't produce sickness. God produces healing because it's according to a God Kind. We get confused sometimes when stuff doesn't line up in our own lives and we're going, God, where are you in this situation? But we can never ever doubt. We've got to settle it. Like, like let's take a scripture, John 10.10, 10, all right? The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus speaking, he said, but I have come that you might have life and life more abundantly. Yeah. That kind of life is Zoe, the kind of life God is and has. Alright? So it's a God kind of life. You have to settle it in your heart once and for all that God is not on the death side. You have to settle it in your heart once and for all. God is not on the poverty side. There might be things that produce in life that are not lining up with that thing. But that doesn't mean God isn't who He is. You hear what I'm saying? You've got to settle it in your heart. God is good. Again. And all the time. There are arguments and things that we can get into this morning about certain stuff. And the fact is that God is eternal. 
So when God saved you, according to John 3, 16, said God so loved that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should have, sorry, eternal life. Everlasting, eternal life. God is into the eternal business. God is into the everlasting business. You cannot God judge God because something in the temporary world didn't line up. You've got to line it up with eternal. God's love was for an eternal life. A non-separation for eternity. That's what God's about. So if you get saved on the last day of your life, God's not kind of worried about that. You know, because what God had in mind was living with you eternally, forever. Hallelujah. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? So God's word produces according to its kind. You've got to get this in your heart this morning. You've got to understand that if I have that everlasting seed, incorruptible seed within me, it's going to produce according to the God kind. The more I focus on it, and this is where we're going this morning, the more I look at it, what is it going to produce? It's going to produce God kind of results when I look at it. We, we, we're involved in stuff, we get into stuff in life, and we, you know, like, like we lose a job, or we've got financial problems, or whatever. How do I get out, practically, of where I'm at? How do I get out of that? I get out of it by focusing on the Word, by looking, literally, thanks PT, looking into the Word as in a mirror. What does the Bible say? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. 2 Corinthians 3. When I look into the Word as in a mirror, there is a transformation. Amen. Everybody say transformation. He said, I am changed, transformed, from one glory to another glory. If you go and read 2 Corinthians 3, it says Moses had a veil on his face because the glory of the law was fading. It wasn't a permanent fixture. So he had to wear a veil to, to cover up the fact that the law was not going to be around forever. But the, 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 the spirit and the law of life in Christ Jesus is an everlasting glory and it grows. That's why the guys who preach from glory to glory to glory, they're not wrong because the God kind of glory is a continually growing glory. But 2 Corinthians 3 correctly is saying the fading glory, that glory of the law is passing away from that glory to the glory of God. Alright? So we're looking into the mirror of the word, which is an eternal word that it produces according to its kind, it must transform me. Metamorphosis from a caterpillar to a butterfly. I drove in here this morning and I saw all of you and I've got to testify about the, the, the Faith Hill family from the time I've known you and it's not been a long time. It might seem like a long time but it's only a couple of years. In the time that we've known each other, 99% of you I can say without a doubt You have transformed. You are metamorphosized. You're no longer caterpillars. <laughs> Henry, wears a, Henry wears a nice Cherise colored shirt. 
We won't call it pink, we'll just call it Cherise. And he sits on, 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 on um, Instagram with his computer and he does a blog or a vlog. And I look at him and he's changed his hair. He hasn't changed his wife, he got a wife. And there's good transformation. When you look at him, his life looks positive. His life looks like it's going somewhere. And that must, I must say about you've changed your venue. You've got awesome stuff going on in your lives. God is doing good because it's producing according to its kind. It's producing according to the good, according to the goodness of God. One of the brothers, Paul Pullard, said, uh, Dave, you know, Bishop, whatever you call me, the, you pass the gate, it's, it's here. And I looked at him and said, I, I like your car. <laughs> Man, he was in this flashy motor car. I'm going, wow, things are looking up. I, I think I need to move to Johannesburg and come to Faith Hill Church. No, you, you hear what I'm saying? Guys, why am I... Okay, so... The thing is to be practical this morning. I want to be practical this morning so that you can apply this in your life. The gloriousness of God can be produced in this realm. Say this realm. Let your kingdom, say another realm, come. Let your will be done in earth, this realm, according as it is in Heaven, another realm. So heaven touches earth with all its glory and all its goodness if you will look into the eternal word of God and by looking in it, this is so simple, you're all looking at me saying, when's he going to get into the big stuff? This is the big stuff. If you're looking into the word, The longer you look, the more transformation takes place. It starts doing something. Even when I can't see it, he's working. You you look into the Word, and the Word has transforming power. If that's all you did every single day, just look into the Word. Look into the Word. Look into the Word. Whatever you need right now is going to start happening in your life because that's what Word does. Word transforms. Word changes. Word produces according to its kind. Man, this is so, it's so effortless actually if you just realize this morning that the more Word I take in, the more I look at it, the more it produces in me according to its kind. No matter what your problem is, no matter where you're at this morning, the more I look at that word, the more it's going to bring that realm into this realm. And what the world needs right now is that kind of transformation. Are you ready for this? So I think the first time it takes place is in Numbers 14, 21. God is fed up with the people of Israel. He wants to take them out. He's had enough. He says, Moses, you stand one side. I'm going to wipe these guys out. And then I'm going to build another nation from you. Moses has had an experience with God on the mountain. Moses was hidden in the cleft of the rock. God passed by. He said, you can't see my face. 
But Moses was talking face to face. Same Hebrew word, panyim. He was talking face to face. So it's got many meanings. It can mean the facade, the front of the building. It can mean the direction of travel. So God's saying, you cannot see where I've come from and live. Because Moses was talking with him face to face. So it wasn't about the face to face stuff. It was about his pre-existent God. He said, you cannot see where I've come from. But I'll put you in the rock and you'll see my backside. That's what it says. In the <laughs> it means I w- I'm not going to show you my back. I'm going to show you where I'm going. And so he put Moses in him. Moses has an encounter with God's glory. God is yesterday, today, and forever the same. So God is in the constant now. There's enough in that moment of encounter. Say encounter. What the world needs now is love, love encounters. We need encounter with a loving God. We need encounter with a living, loving God that will change us forever like Paul. Like, you, you know, we, we need that. He puts him in the cleft, puts his hand over him, passes by. Moses looks at the tail feathers of his glory. Sees his direction, which is the cross. He sees what Jesus is about to do, but in numbers already. And that is enough glory for him to write Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. He wasn't even around when God said, let there be light. But because he was in the glory, he had enough revelation to write those five books. Hello? Now because he's had this encounter, God's angry. When have you seen... Even when God was in a good mood, there was thunder, lightning, dark clouds on the top of the mountain. And it says, they, Moses said, he exceedingly feared and trembled. When God said, get out of my way, I want to wipe them out. Moses, a man, a mere man, standing in the face of God said, you can't do that. How on earth does a man stand in the face of creative, almighty, whoo, God, and say, whoa. He said to him, if you do that, the nations of the world are going to say, you couldn't live up to your promise to take these people out of captivity and put them in promised land. He says in Numbers 14, before this verse 21, he says, I will this time repent on the words of a man. But as surely as I live, I mean, in other words, swearing by himself, the whole earth will be Filled. Say filled. Filled. Say filled. Filled. Say filled. With my glory. I'm not going to go into all the scriptures. I don't have the time this morning. But the common denominator to glory in the earth, the, the connecting rod to glory in the earth started with Jesus on the cross and the ascending and descending angels. But the connectivity to glory in the earth right now is you wow. and me. He said in Habakkuk and in others, he said it will be filled with the knowledge of my glory. The knowledge of my glory is the knowledge of knowing what the name above all names does. Which is the name above all names? Jesus. Why is he the name above all names? He suffered and died on the cross. He became my great exchange. 
He paid the price for my sin and everything we sang about this morning. Hello? Jesus did all of that so that the earth can be filled with the name of redemption, the name of healing, the name of overcoming, the name of, of revival, the name that is above every other name. And you, because of being born again of incorruptible seed, are filled with that glory. You are the common denominator. You are the mouth words in the earth. How are people going to know the glory? The fastest growing church religion in the world, still Christianity. Why? Because you've got a bunch of people. You know that they were praying a couple of years, many years ago, 20, 30 years ago. They prayed consistently for the, what's it, the 1040 window. What was it, the 1020 window? The, 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 um, the Arabic, Middle Eastern, Islamic nations, they prayed as, as, um, as intercessors for the missionaries that were going to the 1040 window. You know where the greatest revival is taking place right now? Syria, Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran, Lebanon, Turkey, in upper rooms, in secret places. The church is exploding in those places. And a lot of that is taking place that Jesus himself is stepping through the wall and appearing to them. A lot of that is Jesus himself is appearing in their dream and they're coming to know the Lord. But a lot of it is because men and women who've had an encounter with Jesus are walking around and out of their mouth declaring his glory. The glorification declaration comes from you and me saying, I've been saved by him. I've been healed by him. He's been faithful to me. He's a living God. I am the protagonist. I am the preacher. I am the one, the catalyst, the change that's going through the earth, giving glory to his name. And because I do give glory to his name, the earth is being filled with the knowledge of his glory. Ah! Yes, Lord. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Man. And the word cannot produce except according to its kind. Who's living in you? Living word. So, as a closer today, are you ready for this? Your pastor preached about prosperity this morning. And if you go and look at the word blessing, it's from the beginning. He said, and he blessed them. And he said, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth. And he blessed them. And he blessed them. And he blessed them. And we know that in Abraham he said, we are blessed to be a blessing. Right? He said, through you all the nations of the earth will be blessed. You hear that word? It says, in blessing I will bless you. Now, don't just run over it. Don't just ride over it like something you rode over in the road. In blessing, I will bless you. It means when I decide to have a spare kitchen table and I know she needs one, that I bless her with that kitchen table. And in blessing, I will bless you. When I know that he needs a t-shirt, and I bless him with it in blessing. When I know that she needs a word from God and I bless her with it, in blessing I will bless you. There's a blessing. 
But I want you to go with me quickly to Jacob. And Jacob is serious. <laughs> Jacob is serious about the blessing. Jacob is contending for the blessing. He's so, he's just going through the world. And when it comes to his first birthright, he just sells it because he's hungry. He's saying, Nyama, Shisha. He just wants some pap and vors. Huh? He sells his blessing for a full stomach. But Jacob is going after the blessing. He's contending for the blessing. We are blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavens. We are seated in heavenly places. But guys, we can walk over the kingdom. The kingdom is that realm in parallel universe, to use a word. There's an equilibrium. You know what equilibrium is? When one thing gets cancelled out by another thing because they both fill up to the same level. God wanted to bring equilibrium to you and me that we would be so filled with Him that there's no longer an overflow that God wanted to equilibriumize, if there's such a word, us with Him. He wanted to put all of Him in all of us. He wanted heaven to touch earth so that heaven no longer is up there, but heaven is down here. There's a synergy. There's a, there's a thing that's happened that God's kingdom has come in the earth. He wants that balance for you and me, for our lives to be filled with glory. To have the kingdom manifesting in our lives. But imagine a man walking up and down over a plowed field. I know I'm supposed to finish. He's walking up and down. He's got bags of seed in his pockets. Bags of seed. Word, money, whatever you want that seed to be. He's got bags of seed. But he never puts his hand once into the seed bag. The ground is already prepared. It's rained. It's watered. He's got Tons and tons of seed with seed type capability. But all he's doing is walking up and down. The kingdom has been prepared. The field has been plowed down here by G. The kingdom life is just ready. He said the sower went out to sow. He said, what did he sow? He sowed seed. He said the kingdom is like this parable. And whoever understands Mark 4's parable will understand all parables and all parables about the kingdom. But he's walking up and down over an already plowed field with the capability of millions, with the capability of creativity, with the capability of eternal life, with the capability of everything God's seed has. Come on. Right. But he never sticks his hand into the seed bag to sow a word, to sow a money, to sow whatever that seed might be, a good deed, an encouraging word, a love encouragement. He just walks up and down. It's never going to produce anything, though you have all the seed in the world with you, until you stick your hands in and start doing what Pastor T preached about in the offering, and you start giving where your heart should be. Then the equilibrium will come, and the glory will flow, and the earth will be filled with it, and everybody will see it. 
But we have to become like Jacob. We have to get down and dirty and wrestle and take hold of what we know is ours. He content. It's not a work. It's not, not a grace. I know what I have. I know my promises in grace. But if I'm just going to walk up and down and never, I've got to get hold of the angel. And I've got to hang on. And I've got to say, I'm not going to let go until you bless me. I've read about the blessing. I've read about it. Lord, your word is filled with, your promises are to bless. Lord, I'm not going to let go. You promised to bless me. I'm not letting go. And Jacob succeeded. The angel said to him, it's coming. The light, the morning is coming. He said, I'm not letting go until you bless me. And so he hit him on his thigh. And he was marked with a limb. Because he'd been wrestling with God about being blessed. It's time for you this morning. I've come to tell you I wrestled the mic right out of my head. It's time for you to grab hold of God and say, I know these things are promised. 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 I'm prophesying. I know these things are promised. I know these things are promised. I know. I know these things are promised. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know these things are promised, Lord. But I don't see them yet in my life. So I'm going to concentrate on the Word. I'm going to look into the eternal Word of God. I'm going to be transformed. But I'm not letting go of your Word until I see it. Amen. 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 Come on, let's stand on our feet. Give God an awesome praise. Come on, you can do better than that. Give Him a praise offering. Yes. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, these people, you love them. You gave your life for them. You sacrificed your only son so that we might have life and life abundantly. This morning, made the realization that the word has the power of transformation in my life and nothing else that as long as i read it hold to it speak it confess it love it wrestle and hold on to it it will produce a harvest of a hundredfold and bring equilibrium into my life while the rest of the world is in turmoil. Yes. I will have kingdom life yes. right here, right now, right at this moment. Me, my wife, my children, yes. my husband, my family, we will experience it because the equilibrium will be brought into this realm by the ever-living Word of God. Thank you for it, Father. Bless this house. Bless these people, their lives, their families. Bless them. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. I don't know if it's going to be in this service or next service. There's someone here, my wife had a vision. There's someone here. You haven't been in this church for long, maybe a month, maybe two months, maybe three weeks. You're just starting to come out. 
of a very bad experience as far as your Christian life is concerned. And because of religion and because of the way people treated you, you're actually in fear. You actually fear God himself because of the way religion portrayed him. My wife saw you and said, this lady needs to come and get free of the fear she has, which religion has placed in her. She has a fear, an ungodly fear for God. Can you understand that? She fears God, but she shouldn't be fearing him that way. You understand? She's fearing a man-made image of God. And, and, and if you're here this morning, you might not be here. It might be in the second service. I need to pray for you after the service. God bless you. It was so great to see you again. I, I need to have an airplane that I can fly up and down. Because this is my other church. Bless you, family. Great to be here. Come on, let's give God praise. Hallelujah. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening. To find out more about how you can become a partner, visit faithhill.tv today.